Kia ora everyone and welcome to another episode of the NZPE TeacherCast. Just before I introduce today's guest, uh, just a quick reminder that if you're listening on the podcast, this is also available as a video log and if you are watching the video log, it is available on podcast. The Facebook page is uh, facebook.com forward slash NZPE TeacherCast. And these episodes are just a bit shorter, uh, the video log episodes, three questions really around the key theme that we're going to talk about. Also, we've got some really cool guests on the show that have a good message to share Uh, so would really appreciate it if you could review the podcast um, leave something on iTunes or share the Facebook post because these fantastic messages the more people that can uh, see them and listen to them the better off um, as as an educational community we're going to be but enough from me I'd just like to introduce our guest for today Adam Rabinski he's our head boy here at Rangatai College uh, he, I've seen him grow and develop as a student over the last few years or my, my short time here at Rangatai College and I've been pretty impressed by some of the things that he's doing. So um, Adam, welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Uh, so you've been in your role as head boy for the first term and a little bit longer. How, how have you found that in, uh, in that brief time demonstrating some of this leadership? No, I think it's amazing just having an impact on a lot of the little kids, year nine, year tens, the junior school and yeah, what what are some examples of being able to have a positive impact on them? Um, just being a person that they can come up and talk to. Um, I always make speeches in assembly, and uh, throughout those speeches afterwards, they'll come up to me and and ask me questions and want to talk about things. So that that must feel like because that's you you hold being a head boy, you hold a bit of power, I guess, and it must be nice knowing that the messages that you send and give to these students, especially the younger ones, have been absorbed and taken on board. Is that cool? Yeah, that's so cool. Um, how does it, how do you cope? Like you, you've got, it's a big year for you, you've got level three, you're in the senior basketball team, which is looking like they're going to make a big run, run at nationals this year. You've got these additional roles as a leader within the school. How do you manage your time? What's the, how, how do you go about that? It's just about planning, planning, planning. Um, I've got a big wall wall calendar for the whole year and I just write down everything that's on it, got a little diary, um, I talk to my mum and dad, they always tell me, remind me what's on, um, you know, my teachers, my friends, they always remind us, but just mainly planning, that's all. Yeah, I think that's really, I think not enough students in my experience just realise the power of that, it's something so simple, just writing things down, I have a, I use an app called Trello where um, you add items to the list and then you can check them off and move them between cards. And I, I, I read a, a good book called Deep Work, and basically they were saying that in terms of planning and having checklists and to-do lists, you need a system where you can get it straight out of your head onto uh, some sort of um, whatever that system might be, but it's got to be out of your head, but then somewhere that's easily accessible. So you've got your wall, um, and you can see that, and you can put things on there as they come into your, into your head, and that's just a good way to get some, I guess, be able to execute on all those things, being really busy that you need to. Yeah. Um, so this, this episode is really about um, relationships with teachers, student-teacher relationships, teacher-student relationships, and how important that is in education. So our first question for you, Adam, is I want you to have a think back across all of your educational experience and maybe some of the, the best experiences that you've had. Can you recall some of those and, and tell us about them, whether it's a teacher, whether it's uh, a coach within a school? Just, you don't have to name names, but yeah. just explain and describe what that what that scenario looked like. Just one of the best years I had was um, year 10, which was where we won both the junior final, the regional comp, and then the, the lower North Island comp. And um, we were on a massive journey throughout the year, winning games, losing games, and I had my coach with me. 
And um, just that feeling at the end when we kind of finally like all our work paid off and we won and just going up and saying thanks to him. Mm. And it was, that was an amazing year. And if I, if I recall correctly, did you, was your coach at the time, he was a teacher at the school? Yeah. 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 What do you, so what, what made that, thinking about relationships here with the teacher, what made that experience, you know, a year of um, a, a season long experience with a coach who was your teacher, what was so good about that and how did it, when you think about recalling it and it was a really memorable yeah. experience, what made it memorable from that relationship standpoint? Because of um, how relatable the teacher was to us and he would always talk to us, have conversation with us. It was just like another a friend really, like a brother. And um, you know, just working with him throughout the whole year, I built that relationship up yeah. and you know, got to trust each other yeah. and we knew a lot about each other and when that year finally paid off, it was, it was good. It was good. Um, a little bit of a sidetrack here, but in, I don't know whether your, your knowledge around school sport nationwide is, but you see a lot of these bigger schools are starting to bring in external coaches where you've mentioned being able to have that trust and that, re- that ongoing relationship. How do you think that would have been if you've been put in the same situation where you're looking like a championship team, but an external coach come in, who was an expert in basketball, yep. for example, but they didn't have that established relationship, that contact hmm. throughout the day if you needed it. How do you think you would have fared if that was the case and would it have been as enjoyable? Well, it should always be like about the culture. And I think that teacher brought the culture to the team, which made us all gel and get together because you know we're with each other day in and day out. Whether with an external coach, you only know him from training. So you haven't built up a good key relationship with him. Do you think, do you think of the incoming external coach had a really strong understanding of that culture and did their best to incorporate that within their coaching, within their teaching? Do you think that's possible that it could still have a positive impact? Yeah, yeah, it would definitely have a positive impact, but I think it would have to be over time, whether it would start from the get-go with yep. the teacher. Yeah, yep. yeah, true. You'd have to earn that trust, um, and that would be mutual. They'd have to earn, earn your trust, and you'd have to yep. earn their trust. But as, I guess, as being a teacher and being a coach myself, um, yeah, when you're working with kids that you've spent years working with or teaching already, it makes that so much easier. Mm. Thinking about that teacher or thinking about um, some of your other teachers and coaches, what do you think... Are the essential qualities that make a good teacher? Um, a great personality and relatable. Those are the two things that I can think about that helped me further where I was going. So relatable, he starts off by, like I said, getting to know us and stuff, which made us feel more comfortable around them. So we could do, we could, we weren't scared to put our hands up and ask some questions. Whether with a, a new coach or a new teacher, we would be not scared, but would be hesitant to put our hands up. So that's like um, you're more likely to step out of your comfort zone yep. because I guess if they're relatable, they've they've established that trust and they've found a way to make a safe environment. Yep. And you said a good personality. What is what do you mean by that? So every now and then you can have like a good yarn with them. You can you can talk to them, and it's not solely just about teaching, about basketball, about academics. It's about the general thing. Yeah, I I think back to my education and some of the positive memories that I have were with people that you could have a joke with and have yeah. a play around but at the same point at the same yeah. time um, when they need you to knuckle down mm-hmm. there's that respect and that trust there so you can you can get on with that but yeah. nobody wants to be in a team or in a class where your teachers are drip and yeah. and uh, yeah. just it's all knowledge one way there's no give and take yeah. um, so that's a really good point to make yeah 
Um, just moving on to the next question. What are what are three things you think teachers can do to foster high quality relationships within, with their students inside the classroom? Well, going on from the second question, I think it's a lot about making that key relationship and being able to talk to your students. So the first one, being able to talk to talk to your students. The second one, probably, I reckon, coming up with with a strategy to to somehow talk to them about what's going on but outside of school rather than just learning solely that. And the third thing I think would just be knowing exactly what they're talking about because there's nothing worse than having a teacher where you're kind of having to ask some questions because you don't know what he's saying and then it gets confusing. Yeah, so having having good content knowledge and being able to explain that well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, think that's, I think that's really important as well. What was the first one you mentioned? Um, oh, getting to know getting to getting, student. Yeah. getting to know the student. How would you so for you know having good relationships with students, it's often if you don't know the student and you're not uh, uh, I guess there's a lot of teachers who are quite introverted yeah. and I know from being a young teacher that I was quite scared to kind of how, how do I communicate with the kids? how do I how do I break through with them? what Thinking back to being a student and have a teacher speak to you, what what sort of what are ways that they can, I guess, come at you with communicating, building that relationship? What's a good way to start? In the beginning, it's always quite like awkward, you could say. But then I feel the way that I would break it down with the teachers, whenever he comes around, just to see like how I'm doing with my work. The teachers that would always try and get along with me would ask me questions about like, oh, how's basketball going, or how's your parents going, or what's happening here. And just starting off with little key questions, and then after that, it will just build up, build up, and then you find common interest, and then it just becomes. And that leads into your second point that you identified around taking an in interest outside of school. So, yep. as I mean, that's pretty common. Uh, we, as as educators, we know that if we are focusing on relationships and we are uh, taking a keen interest in what's happening outside of school, that that builds those relationships, and that's why phys-ed teachers tend to have better relationships with their kids. I'm probably generalizing here a little bit, but we tend to have really good relationships with our kids because we're often the ones coaching. So that's happening outside of school and we are involved with meeting parents more frequently. We are interacting with you outside of school. We're traveling to games with you. We're dropping you off at home. So those relationships are just getting deeper and deeper. So I think that's um, three really good three really good points you made that content knowledge the third one you said was quite interesting um, to me and I often have this um, saying and like in teaching is kind of fake it fake it you just fake it till you make it <laughs> and pretend and like if you get hit with this tough question you say oh no 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 and you just pretend and spill out something yeah, yeah. Um, so I'll have to make sure that I at least sound like I know that, um, <laughs> otherwise you might be calling me out um, so that's yeah those are three Three really good points you, you made there, and I always like that last question to be something actionable that our teachers or educators can take away. So um, I really appreciate you taking the time. For those of you listening, it's actually Adam's come in um, on a day where we've had a big water leak and school got called off halfway into the first period. So it's now like one o'clock and, um, and you've come in back in to do this. So I really appreciate that because um, running these video logs, it's often hard to find guests who are willing to come on camera and you know, you've got to meet deadlines and stuff like that. So I really appreciate you taking the time out. I've been really impressed with your leadership this year. Um, that book, how's that book going? Oh, it was really good. I, um, yeah, I finished it in like the first term and then my mum started reading it. Nice. Um, and it was nice. just learning a lot about just yourself and how you can bring out 
yeah. I, I gifted to, to Adam um, a book called The Way of the Seal, which is one of the best leadership books I've read. And um, he took the time to read that, and hopefully that's been helping you on your leadership path. And one of the key things I liked, I took out of that was knowing your why. Yeah. Um, what's your purpose? Why are you doing this? And if you can answer that question around everything that you do, and if it meets your why, then um, you're on the right track. So you're doing a good job. I'm looking forward to seeing what, what else you come up with this year and um, get cranking on those level three assessments. Yeah. All right. Sweet. Thank you.